0: Welcome to Slaying Giants. I am your host, Joe Sneed. Today, we are going to talk about honoring those who have served our country, who have sacrificed themselves and to to procure the freedoms and the blessings that we enjoy today. Uh, Memorial Day was the weekend before last, and I didn't do a show on that, but yesterday, Sunday, was the 77th anniversary of the D-Day invasion, so I get a second chance to honor our veterans and those who have sacrificed so much for us. This year, it's even more important because, for two reasons, number one, our Vice President, Kamala Harris, on Memorial Day, didn't say anything about the sacrifice of those who have Procured our freedoms and opportunities, including her opportunity to be a mixed racial woman who has risen to the second highest position in the most powerful nation on earth. Basically, uh, something that would be unheard of through most of human history. She didn't honor the troops who gave up their lives so she could have that privilege. No, no, no. She sent out a tweet that said, Enjoy the long weekend. Like, it was something she and the government was giving us, and we should be thankful to her. Oh, no, no. Not you, little Miss Homewrecker. We are thankful to the troops who have procured this for us, and we want to honor them. The second reason it's so important important for me to honor our troops today is because During uh, this weekend, the 77th anniversary of the invasion of D-Day, which was the beginning of the end for the the Axis forces, the the National Socialists, the Nazis in Germany, and the fascists in Italy and the fascists in Japan, the D-Day invasion was the beginning of the end for their reign of terror, and it brought in a period of unprecedented peace and prosperity and freedom. For the West, for the next uh, 60, 70 years, really, we're still enjoying it. But during this long weekend, the so called president, President Biden, I'm putting that in quotes, didn't say a single word about that. He didn't talk about America's great legacy of freeing nations around the world. Basically, if you are free anywhere in the world today, then you owe thanks to the U- United States military, to a U.S. service member living or dead. Because we ha- our military has done more to stop t- tyranny around the world than any other nation on Earth. So did Biden honor that wonderful, glorious legacy of the United States? No. He used the time to bash America for racism in the past. Totally sick. This president... Is disgusting. I'll just say it. I think he is. Well, the how much money communist China pays his son and has paid his son. I think they have wield they wield a huge amount of influence over the Bidens, and that's just terrible for us. So, there's a been but besides all this, there's been a lot of bombshells. Well, quote unquote bombshells dropping. Uh, New stories that have upended the received narrative that the uh, news outlets and the the Dems, but I repeat myself, have given us, which aren't for those of us who just using logic and aren't afraid to speak against the narrative. Uh, they're not really that, they're not really bombshells because <laughs> we've known all these things about Fauci and about the origins of COVID and about the dangers of the vaccine and et cetera et cetera. Uh, those who study history and get into God's Word and study human nature and just don't compromise, you know, by God's grace, don't compromise with the lies of this world, none of these are surprises to us. That It's partial vindication. I mean, we knew it's true, you know, but, um, you know, it's going to be... I'll have another episode which will be the... um that I told you so express. <laughs> Not to be obnoxious, because I know a lot of you guys are right on board with me, and you've seen it as well. But this show, part of the reason this show exists is to teach you the tools of discernment so that you can see through the lies and be able to see these things as well. I don't have any supernatural powers of prediction. I just have a God-given gift that I've developed of discernment, and everyone can do that. Especially every Christian, because you have the Holy Spirit, and so you can develop these gifts of discernment and see through the lives of Satan and the world and the flesh, um, and and become almost eerily prescient in your predictions. But it's it's just because you know, as the Scripture says, the Holy uh, Jesus said that the Holy Spirit, the Helper, is going to reveal all truth to us. So. Anyways, that's part of the reason of the show, but t- today I want to get back to honoring those who have given of themselves so that we could live in freedom. Those who planted trees the shade of which they will never enjoy, as Pastor Rob McCoy said, which is absolutely beautiful. It's a uh, dark and dreary and rainy day here in North Texas. Uh, I hope the thunder doesn't bother you. It's a uh, it's been raining and thunder storming off and on, but it, it fits the mood of today because this is a somber day, a day to honor those who have sacrificed for us. For those who knew Christ, their honor, uh, their sacrifice will not be in vain as uh, 1 Corinthians 15 says, their Their sacrifice will be um, honored for all eternity. But right now we just want to take a moment to, to honor them, reflect on them and to lord willing be worthy of their sacrifice far too often i myself i know i take these blessings we have for granted and far too often i am just selfish i use the freedoms and the blessings and the technology i have for my own selfish selfish pursuits or worthless pursuits or to be lazy and i just need to repent of that and i know a lot of us do uh and i want to be i want to live a life that's worthy of the sacrifice that these service members have made for us because John 15:13 says that greater love has no man than this that he lay down his life for his friend. I just want to say that uh, service members, members of the army, navy, air force, marines, coast guard and probably soon to be space force who have given of them they sacrificed their lives for us is the closest example we have in modern times, the best picture we have of what Christ has done for us you know it um it says in philippians 3:16 that it says may we live up to what we've already attained i mean if you've trusted in christ then you have a- obtained eternal life you are an adopted child of god and now by god's grace may we turn from our sin and live like children of god live up to what we've already obtained by by looking at godly examples because another verse in philippians Philippians 4 8, one of my absolute favorites, says this. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. So we do well and we honor God when we think about the noble efforts and sacrifices of those who've gone before us. And I just want to share some stats with you. Well, first of all, I want to honor my uh, my grandfather, Donald Sneed. He served in World War II. He did not uh, serve in the European theater. He wasn't part of the D-Day invasion, but he served in the Pacific theater. He was a, uh, a gun. Uh, he was a naval officer in charge of, I can't remember what guns, but they were big guns on one of the ships. And uh, more than once, a kamikaze plane nearly... Uh, crashed into their ship, but uh, thank God he survived, and he made it out of there with just a little hearing loss. But I want to honor him because there's that, that saying, and it's absolutely true, that all gave some, and some gave all. So Memorial Day is about especially memorializing and remembering and honoring and reflecting on those who gave up their lives for us. But I I, I want to also take the time to honor those who um who served in any capacity because they've all sacrificed for us. I just want to give you some some stats here. So Memorial Day was originally called Decoration Day, and it was meant to honor those who uh who served and died in the Civil War. It was established in eighteen sixty eight, but after World War One, it was expanded to honor all who have served in every conflict in the U.S. Let me just share some numbers with you. So, in the Civil War, three point three million salt men served, and half a million died. We're estimating the exact number. Exact numbers are not known, but I've seen somewhere that we know at least two hundred sixty thousand died. In the Spanish American War, two thousand four hundred forty-six died in World War 1 116,516 died the oh, b- by the way in the uh, 4 4.7 million Americans served in that war the to that first war was called the great war they thought it would be the war to end all wars wow how naive that was <laughs> uh but they served and they stopped tyranny at that time and, and uh we we often forget about World War 1 because of world war ii but we need to remember that war as well and the last living world war one veteran frank buckles he died in just in 2011 and he was 110 years old so there are no living world war one veterans left world war ii 16.1 million americans served and over 400,000 died and an interesting note, World War II was the first war to have more battle deaths, more deaths from combat than from other causes. That, uh, most people don't realize, but before World War II, sanitation, it was so bad, and we didn't have antibiotics, so more people died from disease than from combat. And that's true pretty much of every large conflict, but one of the amazing discoveries of the last century was antibiotics penicillin you know and and so on um that has saved so many millions of lives um the numbers of the people who would have died in world war ii would have been so much higher if not for those medicines at that time just just give you an example at world war ii uh, in 1940, there was 132.2 million Americans and 16.1 of them served in the war. So very large amount. I'm getting this from the uh, the census. Uh, census.gov, by the way, they have a really great infographic. I'm going to share this in the show notes. It's really cool. Okay, moving on. Korean War, another war we often forget about, but we need to not. There are 5.7 million served and for uh 54 over 54,000 died. In the Vietnam era, wasn't even officially a war, but it was a war but just was they had no the leadership had no direction at the time, so we couldn't really say what the goal was, which is terrible. Um 8.7 million served and over 90,000 died. In the Gulf War era, which they defined from, as a 1990 to 2001, 5.6 million served and 13 over 13,000 died. Um, and then the post nine 11 era, which goes from September 2001 until the present, I guess it could also be called the war on terror. Six million have served and over 14 and a half million have died. This is the, um, I'm going to give you some stats now for D-Day. So the Normandy invasion, often called D-Day, consisted of 5,333 allied ships and landing aircraft embarking nearly 175,000 men. It was the largest invading force in history. It's interesting the uh the one the second one before that, the largest before that I think was when the British Came to America to try in the uh, Revolutionary War into the New York Harbor, but I, I could be wrong about that. But I believe that was the biggest until Normandy and D-Day, and now D-Day had the largest uh, uh, amphibious invading force in history. Uh, let's see, of those numbers, o- over fifty-seven and a half thousand were Americans in that initial invasion. Three thousand four hundred. Americans were killed or are missing and are uh, soon dead there now that number does not include twenty thousand allied airborne troopers so and then there was of course there was extensive planning required to move all these troops and uh, diversions you know help make the Nazis think we were going to invade at a different beach. so much went into that there was uh so if you include the twenty thousand allied airborne troops that brings a number to nearly 200,000 people, soldiers, men, were involved in the initial invasion of D-Day. Now, I want to read you a prayer before that happened. I mean, excuse me, on the morning of D-Day, Franklin D. Roosevelt, who I disagree with a lot of his policies, but he, he he had some good qualities, and he had this amazing prayer, and I want to just read you some of this prayer he prayed that morning he goes almighty god our sons pride of our nation this day have set upon a mighty endeavor a struggle a struggle to preserve our republic our religion and our civilization and to set free a suffering humanity lead them straight and true give strength to their arms stoutness to their hearts steadfastness to their in their faith they will need thy blessings their road will be long and hard for the enemy is strong he may hurl back our forces. Success may not come with rushing speed, but we shall return again and again. And we know that by thy grace and by the righteousness of our cause, our sons will triumph. And thank God he heard that prayer. By the end of August, northern France was liberated, and by the following spring, the Third Reich had been destroyed, and then by on September 2nd, 1945, Japan surrendered. So we owe so much to that generation. Um they're called the greatest generation and there's good reason for that. They you know, they lived through the Great Depression and then they fought and won World War II. My grandfather, like I said, he served in the Pacific. He uh passed away last year. He was 98. Um he caught COVID um and along with other complications and he passed away. He was pretty ill anyway, so he was. We didn't know how much longer he'd have with us, but we were thankful that he was in my parents' home. He got to spend his last moments not isolated in a, you know, in a terrible nursing home to die alone, like in New York and in so many other places. We're so thankful he was at my parents' home, surrounded by family who were singing to him. Um, all the way until the moment he went to be with the Lord. So his generation is so amazing. My grandma, his, my grandmother, his his uh, his wife is she's still with us. And um, so, just wanted to honor them that day or today. And I mentioned earlier, John fifteen thirteen, that greater love has no man than this than he lay down his life for his friend. And that's what these the servicemen did for us. And as I mentioned in my last, or the episode before last, that is part of the goal, fulfilling the golden rule, is to serve your fellow citizens, people that you share a political union with, doing what's best for them. And when we honor them, we are also fulfilling the golden rule. So those people who are not patriotic who only focus on the negatives of America and and totally ignore the humongous blessings they have and the tremendous sacrifices taken to get there are just ungrateful and they're they're not fulfilling the golden rule they're just spitting in the face of God or they're just very deceived one of the two so well that's what this episode is about like I said it's a it's rain it's been a rainy dreary day it fits the mood. Um and I just but I just want to remember their sacrifice. As 1 Corinthians 15:56 I believe says because of the resurrection because Christ has risen from the dead their service in the Lord is not in vain. They've entered into their reward and they will be honored forever and all of us who However you serve one another, whatever work you do for the Lord Jesus will live forever. And I encourage you to do that. All right. Well, I'm going to include some links in the show notes. Um, That's what this episode's about. Next episode, we're going to get back into some more current events. And that's all I got. All right. Love you guys. Take care. Oh, one other thing. I was going through some of the... uh, the show's stats, and I, I noticed that I have some listeners, I have listeners from 16 states, and I've had people listen to the show from six countries on in four continents. And so I just want to say welcome to all you guys. Um, I'm assuming you know English. <laughs> I, I, I can't say welcome in all the different languages. I know some of those locations may be VPNs. Um, so they're not really there, but in a different location. But I, I, but not all of them are, so just want to say welcome. I know this episode is strong, based strongly, is of a strongly pro-American and patriotic for America, but you can apply those same principles to your country, um, you know. Um, other nations served to help um, secure the freedoms we have today, and if your nation doesn't have that legacy, you can start today to work to make your nation have that legacy, and going forward, it just... Create a legacy of honor that will last forever. All right, God bless, guys. I will talk to you later. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon or going to page slanggiantshow.com and supporting us through PayPal. We'd also love to hear from you, so feel free to email us at slanggiantshow at protonmail.com. Slang Giants is a production of Joe Sneed Creative. Have you thought about starting your own podcast? Well, the company I use is Buzzsprouts, and they have been fantastic. I'm going to include a link to Buzzsprouts in the show notes. And if you go to Buzzsprouts and let them know that we sent you, you will get a $20 Amazon gift card to sign if you sign up for one of the paid plans, and it helps support our show. We use Buzzsprouts, and I tell you what, they make things completely easy. They let you sign up to all the different podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, uh, Spotify. They make it so easy. You'll get a great-looking podcast website as well, audio players that you can drop right into your website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to produce your episodes, and more. Podcasting isn't hard when you have the right partners. The team at Buzzsprouts is passionate about helping you succeed. They really are. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprouts to get their messages out to the world. Again, that's buzzsprouts.com.